Hello and welcome to On Public Square, a City of Clarksville podcast where we get to know the amazing city employees that help keep the lights on. They're our friends, our family, our neighbors, and each of them has a story to tell. Now, let's say hello. And welcome, welcome to another episode of On Public Square. I'm here with, today with three folks from Clarksville Transit System uh, who are going to tell us how to find a ride here in Clarksville and some chances for maybe some free or discounted rides coming up very soon, I do believe. Uh, I'm here today with Patricia Nesbitt, uh, Rochelle Fendley, and Veronica Williams. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Hey, Great. Casey. How are you? To be here. Doing very well. Uh, so as always, I just like to start with introductions. Just tell us a little bit about uh, what you do, who you are, and uh, yeah, just let the people of Clarksville know who you are. Uh, let's start with uh, Veronica. Okay. I'm Veronica Williams. I work for Clarksville Transit System. I am the operations supervisor. I have been at Clarksville Transit for 19 years. I've worked at various locations in, for the transit system and i love my job and i'm just happy to be here today what what does uh that job entail exactly i am over the buses um i have four supervisors underneath me and then i have all of the bus drivers which is approximately 51 at this time so we have to make sure that the buses are right out on the road on time um we never We've never missed rollout, so we're trying our best to make sure that everything is moving in Clarksville for our buses. Wonderful. Sort of a fleet admiral. Yes. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Patricia. Okay, so I am the business analyst for Clarksville Transit System. I have been with Clarksville Transit three months now, maybe. So I'm still really new. Um and in my role, I write grants, I manage projects, and I do um, social media. Wonderful. Uh, how are you liking it so far? I've been here three months. I'm really enjoying it, actually. I, you know, I was with my other employer for a very long time, and I thought it would be a really hard transition, mm -hmm. but I am very happy I made the change. Wonderful. Can I ask where you're coming from? Sure. I was with a nonprofit in Nashville, St. Luke's Community House. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, all right. And Rochelle? Well, okay, so I am extremely new. This is like my sixth week here, or seven, six. I, it's new. Uh, my, uh, Mike calls me the uh, traffic cop. So basically, <laughs> I'm supposed to keep things moving and new hires and all sorts of fun stuff. Um, it's really, I don't even know. I'm still learning what I do. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's different. It's fun, though. I definitely like it. Wonderful. We have a whole gamut. We have people who've been here for quite a long time. I've been here about a year to very new. So we're running the whole gamut today. I love it. <laughs> Wonderful. So I guess let's just start with uh, kind of what CTS is, what CTS offers. Uh, whoever wants to, to tell me a little bit more, take it away. Okay, um, I'll go ahead. CTS basically is a transit system. We have fixed route buses and we have paratransit route buses. Uh, they mirror each other. Um, our services start at 4, 425 in the morning to 9 o'clock at night. And that's Monday through Friday. And on Saturdays from 530 to 9. Mm -hmm. um, we have eight routes, which we use each and every day uh, total. And we have two on Austin P, which is a northbound loop and a southbound loop. 
they run parallel to each other. So you have your hour coaches and your half hour coaches. And we run all through the day from the time I told you from 425 in the morning until nine o'clock at night. Our last run is at eight o'clock. So if you got to catch a bus to get home, you need to make sure you're on that last bus, which is at eight o'clock to get to where your destination needs to be. Wonderful. And I, I assume coaches means means buses. Yes. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. How many buses do we run? We run 18 buses throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And then we run the paratransit is 14. So, Wonderful. So quite a few. Yes. How does that stand do in comparison to other cities of our size? Do we run a, a how hefty of a system are we running? We run pretty well, pretty, a pretty good system. Um, I want to say maybe Jackson probably is close to our size and they probably run maybe around the same or maybe just a little bit less. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to note Clarksville actually just our transit system as far as the um, FTA, Federal Transportation Authority, is, 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 is let's start over. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting to note that um, for Clarksville, as far as the FDA is concerned, we've just moved from a small urbanized area into a large urbanized area because of our population and growth, mm-hmm. which means, you know, before we were in the same pool as cities as Jackson, but now we are being lumped in with cities like Nashville and Chattanooga and Knoxville as far as transportation goes. What does that change on y'all's end as far as... Just what has to happen? It um, for us, it's mainly about our grants and funding right now. Mm-hmm. It changes how we are funded, like mm-hmm. so less things going through the state and more things um, working directly with the FTA. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of opens up some new or at least different opportunities. Um, yes, I think right now we're probably a small fish in a big pond, but we'll get there. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> yeah. A whole new world. Yes, it is. Yeah. Clarksville, I I have to imagine just having lived here and grown up here, I've always thought of Clarksville, it's of course now the fourth largest city. I think we just went from fifth to fourth. Oh, I didn't know. Um, that's new information. Yeah. I, maybe it was sixth to fifth, but I'm pretty sure it was fifth to fourth. I'll look it up a we little later. Fifth. We've been so, to fifth for a long time. Yeah. Okay. I think we just went up to fourth. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure we overtook uh, Chattanooga recently. Did we have a population? Like, isn't the population gone up significantly? The population has gone up very significantly. Go Clarksville. Yeah. Um, I'll look that up to confirm here in a minute while someone else is talking, and then we can <laughs> we can confirm that in a minute. But uh, I've always thought of Clarksville, and I think it's a, a result of our city being smaller communities that were absorbed into the larger entity over uh, 150 years, really. Uh, you have Providence, and you have Sango. Clarksville's very spread out, very yeah. kind of sprawl, sprawling, and I imagine that's gotta be an interesting uh challenge for cts to have to meet oh it is very much so um we just spent the last five hours talking about that today actually didn't we (laughs) yes we did um we have a lot that we have to look at as far as land wise because we can't service everything within Mm -hmm. the urbanized area um because there's nothing out there so we have to be careful about where we go. We try to make sure that we're in areas where we can pick up actual people that are for needs for disabled. Uh, what do you want to call it? Like one, uh, connecting, connecting like services. underserved communities, communities and increasing access is really the goal of transit, yes. right? Like increasing access to jobs, to 
um, things that increase quality of life. So entertainment. There's lots of calls asking other people. how to get to the mall directly. Right. Yes. And there's not yet. Mm-hmm. That's Very true. interesting. Um, and I guess that leads to, you got to think about like hot spots where are people going to and coming from the most. Yeah, and making sure we're staying in areas where we're picking up people that are uh, underprivileged and things like that. So we have to make sure we do that. Mm-hmm. And we might come back and talk a little bit more about some of that. Uh, a little bit later, but uh, in particular, one of the things I wanted to talk about, uh, this will be coming out Friday after next. So just a little bit before Halloween, I do believe. And we also, and that leads to, we have the spooky special coming up. Um, tell me a little bit about the spooky special. We've been doing the spooky special, I want to say now, probably for the last at least 16 years. Um, it started when... Mr. Smith and Arthur decided to say, hey, let's get a bus and get it. Let's get a design for people, for high school students to do. And they started it. And I want to say it was maybe 16 years ago or maybe longer. Um, we've been doing that. And every year it had been Clarksville Academy for the last, I want to say, 10 years or maybe 12. And we decided to go back out to the other high schools and start asking them as well to put in. So it's like a contest now. Mm-hmm. And Miss Patricia, she's been working with that. She's been working really hard on it this year. So she can tell you a little bit more about that. Wonderful. Yeah. So the schools are involved. What, what are they doing? Schools are involved. So um, we reached out to all of the local area schools to invite them to participate. Um, some schools have whole classrooms that are working together. Some schools have maybe one student that was interested in drawing. And if they went the rest of the class will help them paint. We invited, I mean, the virtual school, the alternative school, just students from from everywhere. Um, we made sure to include the um, the CDC classes within the school system, so those students were invited to participate as well. Their submissions are actually due next week. Uh, so I I think we need to back. Submissions. Uh, what are they submitting, uh, and so like what is? They it? are submitting basically draw like artwork or drawings that will then be put on the bus, right? So and oh, then they okay. will get to paint a bus, and this bus will drive through town and rides on this bus will be free of charge. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. For how long? Um, for it'll be a two days. Two days. Mm-hmm. Two days. And what two days are those? Um, I, you know, that's a great question. I don't know, I know that we 30th, said it on those days. I think, I think we said the 30th and 31st. Yes. I think for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think the 29th is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll look yeah. it up and put so it in the, the description. The 29th and the 31st, too. I believe. Those are the two days. We try to, if it's rainy or anything, we want to pull it off because we don't want it to ruin it. So mm-hmm. we try to keep it uh, where if it's raining, mm-hmm. we'll pull it off the road and then we'll wait mm-hmm. for the following day to do it. Yes. So different students and classrooms submit art and mm-hmm. the winner gets to see their art realized on a yes. bus. Very cool. We're yeah. going to post the submissions on our social media so people can vote. And the post Ooh. with the most likes will mm-hmm. be the winner. So next week we would like for everyone. Well, it's not next week. It's the week after. The week after. The postings will be done the 20th. So they'll be on social media on the 20th. People will have about three days to vote um, so that we still have time to get the bus designed. We were actually just talking before this about uh, art, local art and supporting local artists, uh, which is sort of a, uh, a passion of mine. I love going to 
local art shows, uh, like the one with uh, Riverfest and occasionally picking up a painting here or there just to support local artists. So anything encouraging students to uh, to to gain that skill and to uh, encourage creativity and, and artistic pursuits is, is wonderful. I love that. Have the uh, any memorable submissions from past years that were favorites, maybe? I had. I have two that I really like. They had one Clarksville Academy did, and it was the Friends thing. They did the door and everything, and they made everything Halloween around it. Oh, it was gorgeous. I love it was that. really nice. Oh, so they did like a Central Perk yes, bus. It was really nice. Love it. Um, and then last year, Northeast did a awesome bus. I mean, a awesome. We they had some great students that were great artists. I will give them that. I mean, they did a great job on the bus last year. We've had some in the past that, you know, we're like, okay, we're going to work with it. One side looked good and the other side was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun just to see the kids do it. They, they're happy. They're yeah. just happy about doing it. So, and we, we're appreciative for them coming out to help us with that. Wonderful. And I know this isn't, uh, there are a couple other holiday or seasonally based uh, chances for free or reduced fare. Am I correct? Yes. Usually uh, Thanksgiving time, um, Black Friday, mm -hmm. we always do free because so many people are trying to get out, you know, to get their family's gifts and stuff. You know, that one day people like to get out. So we do do free on Black Friday. Wonderful. And um, um, people seem to always appreciate yes. just that little bit of extra help around the holidays. Yeah. And we try our best. And um, usually Thanksgiving, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, we try to do it free as well. It's just... What we can do to help, we try our best to. Wonderful. And I know there are some opportunities as well, kind of moving on. Um, I was speaking with the new director, Michael, recently. Um, he wanted to, he requested that we speak about APSU students as oh, well. Yes. They write uh, for free. Wonderful. It's, uh, so when I was in school, I remember orientation, they mentioned that. Um, is it any bus or is it the APSU wrapped buses? It's I was bus. a little confused. It's any bus. Oh. So not only the APSU buses you ride for free, but you ride the city bus as well for free. Wonderful. As long as you show your ID and your little keychain that mm -hmm. has, they give you every year, it's always a different color. You can ride for free. Wonderful. That's awesome. And that's great. A great perk for our college students. Oh, yes. Here. And we, we have a lot of them that use it. So mm -hmm. I'm really happy about that. So just APSU or any of the other local National State does as well. Wonderful. I yes. knew there was a bus stop there. I seem to remember I teach there part-time when oh, I yes. have a little bit of time. But that's awesome. Uh, very cool. And for that, uh, I suppose people might be wondering where they can find the bus schedules and how to get on, which is uh, another thing we need to talk a little bit about, which is uh, the Clarksville Transit app. Yes. Um, I know that's been a big project over the past couple of years to get that up and running. I was looking a little bit myself uh, just today. Uh, and I will say I, I was a little confused on something. Mm -hmm. There seem to be two apps. Am I correct? There's token transit and spot. Yes. The token transit is for you to buy your bus passes with. Okay. That's what that is for. Your token transit is. The spot apples will show you where all the buses are at. Um, and you can look. And the only thing you have to do is download the app on Android or iPhone. Once you download it, you'll go through and you'll look for Clarksville Transit System. You click on it and then it will show you where all the buses. Uh, if you're looking for Route 7, you click on Route 7. It'll show you where it's at. And then you were like, instead of you calling, you'll see the bus coming towards you. 
So you just watch mm-hmm. the app. That's all you'll have to do. That's super cool. I'm a, I got it open right now. I'm taking a look. <laughs> um, I mean, this just being able to see where the buses are makes it yes. so much easier. And you can just go to the map and it shows you everything. Yeah. And we're also be able, we're also able to put on the um, spot app like if something if the if a bus is broke down or a bus is uh, we have to cut a service or something, it tells them ahead of time so they'll know. Hey, find alternate you know locations to get to another bus or either. It's an easy way to find where you need to go. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, I'm looking just right now, and I'm c- just going to click on the nearest bus to us because I'm curious. Uh, looks like if uh, you wanted to stop, there's a bus that's about to be at North 2nd and Legion Street <laughs> for the Cunningham Loop. Uh, that would be bus 741. It will be there in less than two minutes. Yes. So just I-, I downloaded this right before we were recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that easy, folks. I just opened it, and it wasn't really... Uh, much of a learning curve. It's just right there. It opens up like a Google map almost looking. Mm-hmm. And you can see all the buses. Very cool. Can I get it to highlight the stops, I wonder? Wherever the stop is you want to go to, yes, you should be able to. So I'm going to click over to the route tab. And it'll show you You all can that. select the specific routes you want to see. Love it. And it's all color-coded. Yes, That's very different handy. colors, whatever you want. And that way, if you just want to do two routes, you just push the two routes that you want to do and see where they meet up at, or if you're just doing one route, you just click the one route and say, hey, I need to get on here, and I know it's going to take me to the Walmart, get off, and then that way you know exactly when the bus is coming back, you can be looking at your phone, and you know exactly when it's going to be back there. Wonderful. Wonderful. Love it. Uh, So, kind of going back to uh, these routes, I've always wondered kind of how that goes about deciding where the routes are going to be and where bus stops are most needed. Can, can, can we learn a li- or get a little bit of just how the sausage is made? Like how, how do those, <laughs> how, how does the, I assume it's a lot of math probably, but yes. I'm, I'm curious. How does that work? Well, um, when you're looking into where like doing a route, let's just say we're making a new route. Mm-hmm. We have to look at where it's going to be feasible for the people is it a lot of people getting on at this route? Are we going to have more than one person getting on at this location? It's not good for just one person. We need to make sure that we're, this route is going to be easy for multiple people. Let's say 20 or 30 people on this route. So it's just like when we were doing Route 8, when we brought that up. It's been Route 8's been here for like the last five years. Mm. And before we had that route, we had to think about how are we going to get people back from Walmart North on Mad Walmart North on Fort Campbell Boulevard to the hospital. So we have to look at the hospital. So we said, well, if we went all the way around Fort Campbell Boulevard, then go down Providence, that's going to take at least an hour and a half or two hours. So we decided to go down 101, and that's why it's called 101 Express because it gets them there from there to there within 20 minutes. So it won't be a long trip for them to have to ride all the way back around just to get to the hospital. So we have to look at all variables of what we're going to do when we're putting people on these routes and how is it going to be feasible for them to stay on the bus for an hour or 20 minutes. Most Mm -hmm. people just want to be on the bus no more than 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens. So we have to look at that whole outlook of what we're doing when we're making routes. Because you don't want someone, no one wants to be on the bus for like 45 minutes to Mm -hmm. an hour unless they just want to ride around. 
I've had days like that. Yeah. Now, you do have people that just want to ride around, but most people want to get to their destination Mm -hmm. and get off and be able to get back on so they can get back Mm -hmm. home. I am fascinated by... That's so far above... Like, I'm not a, like, math and logistics person. It's not something that I understand at all. So, it, it blows my mind to... Think about all that has to go into the consideration for that kind of stuff. I'll visit city, like some of these, like made like large, large urban areas. Uh, I, I love to go to Chicago just for a weekend here or there, and just the 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 sheer weight of of the the L subway system and the buses and the rail cars and the this and that just blows my mind to think. That is true. <laughs> It's very numbers driven and you're looking at local data, census data, you're mm-hmm. talking to the, like the regional planning commission. There's a lot that goes into building a full on route and you have to coordinate with like what streets for bus stops mm-hmm. sometimes. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. we got to make sure that we can put the bus stops down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's, ask questions. it's above my head, but <laughs> that's yeah. what I've learned in three months. <laughs> that's yeah. actually something I heard someone ask this, uh, the other night at the transportation meeting, um, in instances where sidewalks are going in on a street that has a bus stop, uh, what does that mean for that bus stop while folks are working there putting down concrete and stuff? How does that work? Does it move to the other side of the street? Or? No, most of our drivers and our mm-hmm. bus operators and most of the people that ride the bus, they know exactly where the stops are at. Mm-hmm. So during that time frame, sometimes they'll leave it just posted up, you know, just have it like barely in the ground hanging or sometimes they'll just leave it on the ground and just be laying there and people see the bus stop and they they know they can still go back there but we have to get them put back up as soon as those sidewalks okay. go up um, I was just wondering if it, it's like I guess a challenge if people are there working and there's wet cement and getting around well, they know it to go stuff. up either go up further or go mm-hmm. down lower as long as they're somewhere where they can catch a bus within a 30 any place any place under 30 miles an hour we can pick up anywhere wonderful so that's a good thing very cool. Yeah, in particular, I think the place that folks were wondering about was with uh, the New Providence sidewalks going in soon. That's oh, the one that was the... Yeah. Which I live over there. I'm excited to see those sidewalks oh, yeah, added. I think everybody is. Yeah, it's needed. It's going to... I do not envy the street department uh, <laughs> on that project because that's a... That's a... That's a a long stretch with some interesting so. terrain, but I, I know they're going to do a great job with it. Uh, I, I just heard people wondering, well, what about the bus stops along that way? And so that's good to hear that it, yeah. it shouldn't affect things. Too it bad. shouldn't affect things too bad. Like I said, in the bus, in the bus operators, if they see someone is standing any place that's safe, like a safe stop, they're going to make, okay. we have to make sure of that. I mean, my thing of it is I hear people say, well, it's an unsafe stop. What do you consider an unsafe stop? If I can mm-hmm. pull the bus off and I put my blinkers on and I'm safe, then I'm in a safe place. Mm-hmm. You just have to be careful about what you do. It's just using a little common sense when mm-hmm. we're doing things and just keep it going. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. You you actually uh, drive too, I yeah, do believe. I've, I ridden, do. I've ridden in a bus you've driven. <laughs> uh, I have to get on the bus sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, that's got to be fun from time to time. At oh, least. yeah. I just did it, what? Day before yesterday? Yeah, it was, yeah. I believe our, there's some uh, hiring going on, too, is there Yes, not? we're still hiring. We need people. We need people with CDLs and P endorsements, mm-hmm. so definitely need good drivers, yes. You want to tell them a little bit about if or anyone who might be listening that's interested? Yes, we need full-time and part-time drivers. Um, 
we can, if you want to be part-time, we can work you two days, three days, four days a week. Uh, if you want to be full-time, it'll be five days plus. If you want overtime, we can give it to you. We need people that want to work and want to come to work and please come without missing a day for at least 30 days. <laughs> uh, is there any assistance offered for getting a CDL if you need to get one or yes. any training assistance? We have a trainer that we're trying to hire for right now. Yes. We used to have complete, um, training for that but right now we're looking for a trainer so as soon as we get that we'll have complete service for that where we'll be able to train them from top to bottom to get their uh, cdls with p endorsements that's so, really cool if yes. you're a safety trainer we also could use yes you we are looking, <laughs> anyone that has if you're looking for a job we are looking for a safety trainer as well someone that is looking that has done this before what can help us we, we really need the help in this department there wonderful another job too for the uh Custodial? No, the other one, the one that I just po just posted, or was going to post today. Oh, I that saw that. Under uh, Chris. It's a mechanic job. Oh, yeah. That they need mechanics, too. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. I think I even saw, I think I may have saw a warehouse position, too. Or that might have been with uh, the city garage. Yeah, no, yeah. City's a great place to work. We got yes, a, we is. got open positions for just about anything Everything. you can imagine. City, I believe, has something like 1,500 employees right now, and yeah. there's always... Uh, room for more people to 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 join the crew, and it's a great place to work. They need to come on. Really is. <laughs> it is. I, I came from the state, and I love it here. So, yeah. I, can, I I loved my last job, but this one has also been great. Love the people I work with. Yeah, and you have so many people you meet in every department. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Yeah, love it. Uh, I kind of wanted to go back. You mentioned that a lot of your job, uh, Patricia, involves grant writing. Yes, and that's been a big topic. Uh. We've had a few of our grant writers in here to talk about various projects. Um, uh, I can't, my, I'm blanking right now on any specifics. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm talking to Lauren about coming up uh, soon to talk about some of the things she's working on. Uh, anything exciting in the, in the world of grants going on for CTS? Well, I will say one thing about transportation grants. Um, more often than not, it, you're not going to get your creative juices going. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of it's formula-based. So the federal government government or state will say, this is how much of this pot of the money you're eligible for. Tell us how you're going to use it and how you're going to basically maximize the um, their, their stake or what, what they're putting into your community. So there's... A lot of grants like that, they're very um, specific, you know, capital grants, operating grants. There are grants for um, our paratransit services, um, things like that. And then there's also some really um, cool, what we call discretionary grants. Mm -hmm. So things like reconnecting communities, which we recently submitted a grant for, um, Lots of opportunities for collaboration. So, like, I meet with the other department grant writers monthly, and we mm -hmm. all talk about our projects and throw ideas around, see if there's an opportunity for partnerships, just see what direction the city is thinking and growing in so that we're kind of in alignment and keeping track of everything. Um, so, and then there's, right now, I'm writing a grant for new technology um, for our buses, just some planning stuff to see are we on the right track? Is there one app instead of two that we could be using that kind of thing to make things make life easier for our clients and for ourselves? Um, yeah. So there's just, there's lots of different opportunities. I think a part of um, my job when I came in was to see what are, what are some new grants out there that CTS has not gone for in the past and 
to research those, find those, and um, see what we can do. Wonderful. So, uh, so pretty busy at the moment. Lots of stuff out there. Uh, this is the busiest month. Um, really? Yes. That I, what I just learned is October is not a good time to plan a vacation, um, but I did plan a vacation. So lots of long days and nights until, <laughs> until the end of the month, maybe. I is there like is it like is there like a grant season where just a lot of this stuff comes up? Is that how that works? Yes. Yeah, so um, and it's really depending on what area you're in. So what, what I'm learning with this is the federal fiscal year ends September 30th. So there's lots of reports due right now. There's lots of grants that are due so they can evaluate them for the next fiscal year. Things like that. Um, the state is also on that same calendar year close their closeouts and reports are due around the same time so we're having um yes it's kind of like this influx of from october 1st to october 30th these are all the things you're going to do um but so but for example in in my previous life december was a huge fundraising month Mm -hmm. or um and then we had a season during the summer where grants were really heavy because a lot of in the private sector it's a july 1 fiscal year so it just really Depends on what area of grant world you're in. Wonderful. Very cool. Uh, so really, that's about all the questions I have. I I really wanted to talk about Spooky Special and learn a little bit more about that. And I'll be excited to see those submissions. Folks, make sure you keep an eye on uh, what would uh, the Facebook page, I would think. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, to vote on your favorites, um, I'll make sure to include a link to the Clarksville Transit System Facebook page uh, in the description of this episode, uh, as well as a link to the website page where folks can download the app and such as yes. well. Uh, we talked about APSU and free ride opportunities, so students, make sure you have your uh, student IDs. I know fall break is coming right up. Uh, our will have just ended... No, it will. It's a. It's happening the day after the Monday after this comes out. So, uh, gonna have a little bit more free time. Maybe, maybe take a bus, go do something new. Uh, head out to the mall. I guess people do. People don't go to the mall anymore, do they? <laughs> I think they, they, they do. do. They do. They do. They definitely call to find out how to get there. Yeah. So. <laughs> I heard we might be getting some really interesting new businesses at the mall. I. I It'd be I, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know any specifics or uh, none that are official enough to say here, but I, I heard there might be some, some new stuff coming out to the, at least that like Governor Square parking lot area oh, okay. uh, that oh. may be pretty interesting. Nice. Uh, yeah. Talked about the app. Check out Token. Check out Spot. Uh, they are free to use. Uh, download really quickly. Uh, really easy to learn and make sure you know how you can get where as quickly as possible and as easily as possible. Um, I know uh, we had some folks ask, I think we're going to not talk about it quite yet because there's been, there's some uh, still some stuff in the works on it with the new transit center, but I cannot wait. I've had folks up here from uh, transit system a couple times mm-hmm. and we've asked and uh, I cannot wait to eventually uh, when it's working time. On it. Yeah. <laughs> she, the money lady tried her best. We're yeah. working on it. There's just a lot involved the yeah. MT, with the FDA. So. Yes, it is. Talking about things that are, that are complex and you want to make sure you get it right, especially with something that's going to be the nerve center yes. for such a huge mm-hmm. thing. I'm, 
I'm sure it's a, a thing of we want to make sure it's is the best possible exactly. solution. Uh, so that's about all I have. Is there anything else we want to add? Any closing remarks? Seniors ride for free, so anyone over the age of 65 can ride for free as well. Wonderful. Thank you for that. The only thing they have to do is go downtown, just have their, just like their Mm -hmm. driver's license or their ID, and show that they're age, and they will give them, make them an ID so they can ride the bus for free. Do we want to mention anything about demand response paratransit services? Like, how do you... Yes, anyone that wants to do, um, that needs a ride that's elderly, disabled, or uh, physically challenged, Mm -hmm. um, we do have demand response. It is by application process, so they can get an application online through the city of Clarksville's Transit Systems website, or they can come to our uh, 430 Boylan Lane and get the application as well. Good time to mention as well that accessibility has always been a very important priority for CTS and our buses are all uh, fully accessible. That's right. mm -hmm. That's right. Wonderful. Uh, Anything on your end, Rochelle? I'm still learning. They know everything. (laughs) Veronica, I'm listening to her talk and I was like, how long is it going to take me to know? I'm like, it's going to be a long time. No, it's not. Yes. (laughs) Long time. You're going to get there. We don't need to. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you all so much for coming up. This has been a blast. I always love talking to folks from CTS. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. This has been great. We appreciate having us. Thank you. Yeah. And that'll be it for this episode of On Public Square. Catch you next time.